The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 8.16 on this Tuesday morning, you're listening to WGNS. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And this morning, we'll be talking about the Middle Point Landfill that serves Rutherford County and also, I believe, some neighboring counties as well. And we have with us today, General Manager Mike Klassen, and he is the General Manager of the Middle Point Landfill. And uh, I guess, Mike, first, tell us a little bit about your background and, and what got you into this line of work. Sure. Yeah. Hey, good morning. Uh, first, just want to thank you for having us on. Always love the opportunity to come in and uh, talk and share, share, share our information. So um, I'm originally from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, went to school as a biological systems engineer. Um, always been kind of an environmental nerd at heart. I uh, thought I wanted to be a meteorologist, but then realized that storm chasing probably wasn't in the cards for me. So um, uh, after getting that engineering degree, just fell right into the solid waste business. You know, I um, first was in engineering consulting, um, doing a lot of design and construction and operation of solid waste management facilities. Um, and I think like most people, when you fall into trash, um, you just kind of fall in love with the industry. So great people, but also such an important public service. Um, you know, everyone thinks you sort of roll your cart to the, to the side of your curb every morning or once a week, and then it just disappears and nothing happens from there. And so there's certainly a very important public utility, just like an electrical generation station or wastewater treatment plant. Um, so, you know, from there, uh, kind of brought me, brought me to where I am here today. Hey, and Mike, how long have you been in Rutherford County with the Middle Point Landfill? Sure. So um, I was working actually down in Atlanta with Republic Services um, as the area environmental engineering manager. Um, and, you know, as part of that, Middle Point was one of my uh, my focuses. But about two years ago, the company um, recognized that there was a need to bring a little bit more technical expertise and focus up here to Middle Point um, for a lot of reasons I'm sure we'll get into um, here today. And so I came up here about a year and a half ago. Um, and, you know, now in my role as general manager, everything kind of starts and stops with me here at Middle Point. Um, and I have all responsibility for the facility. And, and of course, over the years, we've heard different complaints by residents in the city, residents in the county. And then recently, over the last two years, we've even heard of lawsuits being filed with the city of Murfreesboro against Middle Point. So kind of bring us up to speed on what all is happening, what those complaints were surrounding and and what's being done today. Sure. Well, it's a, it's a quite an open-ended question. You know, I think there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I appreciate you asking. So, if if I could, you know, b- stepping back just a bit, I think you know, really the the it's all sort of coming to an inflection point as it relates to the amount of airspace or disposal capacity remaining at Middle Point Landfill. So that's I think the the first thing to sort of get our arms around. Um, you know, we have uh, are coming up on a point where we've got about four and a half years from today of disposal capacity remaining at Middle Point Landfill. There's been, um, I think I saw just yeah, yesterday, some news came out from the mayor that said two and a half years, but I want to make it abundantly clear that, you know, w- this is our business and we definitely know um, what's remaining. So four and a half years from now, Middle Point's going to be full if nothing else changes. Um, and that really starts an inflection point for the community to start evaluating what what do we want to do next? What does that future look like? Um, along that same time, um, you know, we've certainly had some challenges with with uh, odor control here. I think everyone will be aware of that. 
um, specifically. And I think a lot of folks also have some concern about the amount of waste that's coming in um, from outside the county. And so really, when we talk about odor, I want to start by saying, uh, first and foremost, something we probably haven't said enough of, which is uh, we haven't always done a good enough job managing odors on site at Middle Point. And really, that's why I'm here. So, you know, the company made the decision about a year and a half ago, as I said, to bring me up here with really the sole focus of let's solve the odor problem. Because really, until you solve that, um, no one wants to talk to you about being here longer or negotiating an expansion or any other future discussions. That's got to get solved first and foremost. And so that's really been my focus. Um, over the last year and a half, we spent about seven and a half million dollars on um, enhancing our ability to control the gas that's generated as waste decomposes naturally and control that and route it to destruction devices on site. And so that's been very successful just over the past um, year and a half, especially in about June of this year when that project came to fruition. Um, we've seen about a 50% increase in uh, gas collection and also a 98% reduction in odor complaints. So we're not done. Our job is never done here. And we take our responsibility to not be and impact the communities around us very seriously. But we're we're happy with the progress we've made. And we're going to continue working on that diligently. Again, with us this morning, the general manager of the Middle Point Landfill, Mike Klassen. And when it comes to the expansion of the landfill, I know that is one of the things that the city and the county have both kind of shown concerns over uh, what what is the expansion process first of all if you were to expand and i know middle point has asked permission i guess through the state to expand where does all of that stand today sure it's a complicated process definitely um but i'll try and distill it down you know at the end of the day um landfills here, especially in the Southeast, but also nationally, landfills are the most economical, proven viable technology opportunity for managing the waste of our community. Um, and so it's important that communities have the ability to control their own destiny by having a place where they can dispose of that waste. And so we're coming up on a point now, again, I said four and a half years away from now, if nothing changes. And I think um, when I say if nothing changes, what I mean by that is, you know, as we have the ability as Republic to sort of increase or decrease the amount of waste we bring into Middle Point Landfill. So if we cut the amount of waste we bring in by half, that can extend the life of Middle Point by two times, if that makes sense. So that timeline's a little bit fluid. So I know people get frustrated when they say, hey, you said you were going to close five years from now, five years ago. Um, but that timeline's a bit fluid. So really, you know, the expansion process is something that, uh, we have to seek approval from really at the end of the day, it's between us and Rutherford County. Um, if we can come up with some sort of a negotiated agreement with the county that says um, we agree, we want Middle Point to be in existence for a certain number of additional years. But in return from that, you know, we need some concessions from you as Middle Point to operate this facility in a way that is more consistent with what our community wants and what our needs are. Because our needs are way different than in 1989 when the landfill first opened. Obviously, Murfreesboro and Rutherford County are in a completely different place than that was before. And I don't know that anybody knew how fast Rutherford County would actually grow back in 1989, because today we're at over 350,000 residents, sure. and, you know, forecasted to be around 500,000 residents by 2045, if not earlier than that. Mm -hmm. And when you look at those types of numbers, you look at a lot of waste being generated here locally 
And then you have to factor in waste coming in from outside our area because I think everybody understands it is a business that you're operating. It's it's not a nonprofit. You know, it is an organization that has to make money in order to survive. So when it comes to outside trash being brought into Rutherford County from other areas, how many other areas is trash actually coming from? Sure. It, and I will answer that, but a little bit of context on sort of how that even came to be. And I think it's, it's really important because in about 1990, the federal government passed landmark legislation called RICRA. And the whole point of that was to, there were all these small county dumps kind of all over the United States. You know, the, the Rutherford County landfill would be, would be one of them here, which sits at the same property as Middle Point landfill, still owned by the county. Um, you know, that, those facilities were designed without modern containment systems to protect our environment. No modern liner systems and collection of, of gas and liquid generated in the waste. So the federal government passed new regulations that said, these are all of the really stringent things you have to do to operate a landfill. And those things are very, very costly. So what you saw was private industry sort of take that over from, from public and these sites become larger because you have to be get enough waste in from a revenue standpoint to pay for how expensive it is to responsibly manage one of these facilities. So you see this kind of all over the country, not just here, but certainly this is the important one that everyone's concerned about. Um, to your question, you know, we primarily take waste from Rutherford County and Davidson County. Um, certainly there's a whole bunch of other counties around 30 that we get very small amounts of waste from where it's generated, but primarily we're talking about this facility services, Rutherford County and Davidson County. Okay. So mainly Davidson and Rutherford County, but yeah. Rutherford County being the primary source, I guess, for the majority. Um, so actually the primary source of our waste about, I would say 50% of the waste coming in would be from Davidson County. Um, and then about 30% of the waste coming in would be from Rutherford County. And then the remaining 20% from a variety of other counties. And then when you look at the future and the growth that, you know, will come with a growing landfill, I guess you got to look at several things. One, the elevation of what you're going to grow to. And that's a question that I don't know that really people have asked a whole lot or talked about. Then the other, well, you have to expand outwards. And I know that was the proposal to expand outwards in the near future because that's what was asked, I guess, to the state and to the county. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, as the community continues to grow, we need a place to manage our waste locally in a, in a proven viable technology. Um, there's a lot of other things in the news these days about um, efforts the city and indirectly the county are making as it relates to other technologies. But really when it comes down to it, landfilling is the only proven viable economic way to dispose of waste. And you know that landfill, people think that when we, um, if Middle Point were to close, that there's going to be a padlock on the gate and every, all the problems go away. But this landfill is going to be here forever. Even if we close tomorrow, that property is always going to be a landfill. So you know, our, what we're looking to do is make sure that we're managing it in the best way possible. Um, right now, we are permitted to go an additional 80 feet higher in elevation than we currently are. And certainly, if you drive down 231 or Jefferson Pike, you you know Middle Point Landfill, right? You see it. So the thought of it being a third higher than it even is already, I think, um, has some people a little bit um, 
you know, gives you pause. And so really what we would be very open to doing through a negotiated deal with the county is expanding back onto the county's landfill. It's kind of filling in the area between these two facilities and not going any higher to sort of try and limit our visual impact on the surrounding community. So when you say expand back onto the county's property, if you're driving you know towards the landfill coming from murfreesboro you go past the va hospital head towards walter hill where is that expansion proposed if you were to look at it from right there on memorial uh, sure in front of the va yeah you know you wouldn't even see it if you were there from the va Um, but where you're looking you kind of have the va then go north get the golf course and then just north of that is the county's closed landfill just north of that is middle point landfill and then you've got jefferson pike so it really kind of be off in the distance between um, the river and the the highway there but you wouldn't be able to see it from the highway and again with us this morning general manager of the middle point landfill mike classen and i guess another question that's always asked is why next to a river yeah you know um dating back to sort of many old landfills were put on rivers just because that's where industry was also located in proximity to right industry was close to rivers you want your landfills close to your industry because that's a huge source of waste that's you know people think it's just they'll be dry out to our curbs every day but everything that we have in our lives um from an industry and business standpoint produces a significant amount of waste also so you know that's originally where a lot of landfills were cited um you know, they can be responsibly managed next to rivers. Certainly Middle Point is. Um, we have a very complex network of groundwater monitoring systems around Middle Point landfill that we sample uh, twice every single year for a wide variety of parameters that are in the leachate or the liquid that's in um, the actual landfill to make sure that our liner system is working to protect the groundwater resources of this community. And I'm really proud to say that that, that is all happening. So that information is uh, analyzed by a professional engineering company, submitted to TDEC twice every single year. Those are available online on TDEC's website. And Middle Point has zero impacts on groundwater monitoring resources that have been monitored um, in that data that we submit to TDEC. And when you look at TDEC and some of the different concerns or questions raised by members of the community, I know one talks about the sludge or the waste that's on the road on Jefferson Pike that I guess comes off of some of the trucks that go in and come out of the landfill uh, whenever they're dropping off a load or, or as they're leaving. Yeah, you know, our number one job that that I focus on all the time, and it's very important to me, um, is that we limit the impact that we have on the surrounding community. And that job is never done. Um, It's a continuous effort. And so some of the things that we're doing as it relates to the road in particular, um, we have uh, a truck wash on site that runs pretty much continuously to wash tires off. We hire a third party uh, street sweeping company every single evening to sweep. We have our own private sweeper that we run on a regular basis and we have litter crews that are you know this waste is coming from all over our community and a lot of our customers are the source of this um, and we you know at the end of the day we take ownership of that and so it's a continuous process for us um, that's an area that we are really focusing on right now i feel like we 
we've done a tremendous job in managing the odors. And I think um, we've gotten a lot of feedback this year alone from the community that says, hey, we've noticed the odors are so much better. Um, and that's something we're proud of. It took a lot of focus and energy to get there. Right now, our sort of last remaining piece that requires just a little bit more attention is that Jefferson Pike track out. And so that's a focus of mine for sure every single day. And again, with us from the Middle Point Landfill, General Manager Mike Klassen. We have to take a short break, though, and we do have our phone lines working again. So if you'd like to text a question to us, you can do so by texting 615-893-1450. And again, we're going to take a short break to check up on the news to find out what's happening. And then we will be right back. Again, you're listening to WGNS on this Tuesday morning. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A second mass shooting rocks California, the second in three days. This is a devastating tragedy for this community and the families touched by this unspeakable act of violence. San Mateo County Sheriff Christina Corpus after a gunman killed seven people in Half Moon Bay. CBS's Carter Evans. We're at the local sheriff station, so the sheriff says after shooting in two different locations, the suspect drove here, parked his car in the parking lot, and waited. One of those locations, a mushroom farm. The massacre comes after 11 people died in a shooting at a dance club near L.A. Saturday. Brendan Say wrestled the gun from the shooter. Some of these people I know personally, they come to our studio. It's a tight-knit community, and I hope they could heal from this tragic event. President Biden issued a statement this morning urging Congress to act quickly on an assault weapons ban. He says both chambers need to act now to keep American communities, schools, workplaces and homes safe. The Oscar nominations have just been announced. Mrs. Wang, are you with us? I am paying attention. Everything Everywhere All at Once leads with 11 nominations, including Best Picture, Director, and several acting awards. Movies are dreams. Steven Spielberg gets his ninth nomination for Best Director for The Fablemans, which is also nominated for Best Picture as well. That does look like we're home. And she's of Sheeran, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis Tarr, Top Gun, and Women Talking in the Running. Jimmy Kimmel hosts the Oscars March 12th. A Senate committee takes up the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster disaster today. Correspondent Steve Dorsey. The Senate Judiciary Committee will hear from Joe Berktold, one of the top executives at Live Nation, the company that owns Ticketmaster. In November, Ticketmaster canceled a planned ticket sale for Taylor Swift's first tour in five years after being overwhelmed with requests from fans, bots, and scalpers. But it follows decades of accusations from fans and some artists of deception and price fixing by Ticketmaster. New study shows long COVID still keeping a lot of people out of work. CBS is Jim Crisula. The study from New York's largest workers' compensation insurer also found nearly 20% of long COVID patients, more than three-fourths of them younger than 60, were still unable to work more than a year after getting the coronavirus. They're cutting back at 3M. 
Post-it pop-up notes pop up one at a time. The tape and Post-it maker says it'll lay off about 2,500 manufacturing jobs worldwide in response to slower sales toward the end of last year. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Time right now, 8.39. Again, our guest this morning in studio is with Middle Point Landfill. He's a general manager there, Mike Klassen. And uh, again, Mike, how long have you been here in Rutherford County with Middle Point? Yeah, I came up here about a year and a half ago. So that would have been, oh man, time flies. It's already into almost February of 23. Um, that would have been uh, April of uh, 2021 is when I first came up here. And then, of course, Middle Point is under Republic Services, which we see the trucks all over town. Sure. And uh, is it Republic that actually provides the waste pickup, the garbage can pickup as well in the city? Yeah, you know, so Republic has you know thousands of customers all over Rutherford County. So all of the businesses and the industry and the the, the um, hospitals and communities, MTSU, um, up into Nissan and Bridgestone, and all of the, those big industries that we support um, on those those big blue trucks that you see responsibly running all over the community. And then outside of that, you've got independent trash services that come to different homes in the county who pick up garbage, obviously, for, I guess, a quarterly fee is what a lot of them charge. And then they come to Middle Point, I assume, to dispose of the waste for the county residents. Yeah, they sure do. You know, Middle Point is, as far as Rutherford County is concerned, the closest other disposal facility is about an hour away. So it's really totally infeasible for our small haulers and the city of Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. You know, what is important to note is both the city of Murfreesboro and Rutherford County bring their waste to Middle Point for free. And that benefit is pushed down to all the citizens here. So all told, it's about a $10 million per year economic benefit direct to um, Middle Point also subsidizes the county solid waste program. All those convenience centers that are so wonderfully operated um, and such a great program for the county um, for host fee, which is as part of our host benefit agreement we have with the county to allow us to operate here. We pay the county a per ton fee for every out of ton waste that comes in. So all that money goes to the county, subsidizes their waste collection program, and then also free disposal in the amount of almost $10 million annually. And we'll try to get to a few questions here, one of which asks, does Middle Point Landfill make the city or the county pay to have Middle Point pick up the trash? Um, no, we do not. So again, that's that's a phenomenal benefit that we offer here to both the city and the county. Um, and that, you know, if Middle Point didn't exist, that benefit would not be here. So really, you know, when you talk about alternatives um, for if Middle Point didn't exist, any of those alternatives are going to have astronomically higher costs to the citizens here, which will amount to a significant tax. I know off the air, I mentioned to you that Donna Barrett, who is on the Central Tennessee Solid Waste Planning Board, mentioned something about radioactive or nuclear waste coming into Rutherford County at one point. Is that true? And is that the case today if it is true? 
You know, there's a lot of what we we call them sort of colloquially middle point myths. Um, there's a lot of information out there. The facility's been part of this community for so long, and people don't understand a lot about it. Um, and we haven't always been out speaking publicly like we are today to sort of set the record straight. So, um, no, radioactive waste or nuclear waste was never taken into middle point. Um, the, it was an old program called Bulk, Bulk Survey for Release, which took like demolition of buildings or barracks or other things on the periphery of maybe a facility that handled nuclear waste for the defense department and that material would have come to middle point but we have pretty advanced radiation monitors sitting at our scale house that any material that might attempt to come into the facility um, no matter where it's coming from gets detected on the way in and then we're able to turn it away at the gate very sophisticated control measures at middle point and i know there was and probably still is a waste company and i think it was called atomic something and if anybody saw those trucks going through rutherford <laughs> county it would obviously make them assume sure what does that mean yeah is there nuclear waste coming here yeah that's a uh in retrospect, maybe a poor choice of company name for them, but um, Atomic Services, just they just haul uh, trash. So they're actually bringing waste from transfer stations, which um, that's been in the news a lot here locally. And all a transfer station is, is taking a place to take waste from small trucks and put it into big semi trucks to move it more efficiently. So those Atomic tr- named trucks that's are not right. bringing in nuclear waste. You're, you're absolutely right. They are not bringing in nuclear waste. Now, County Mayor Joe Carr brought up transfer stations and the idea of having more of those in rutherford county what what are we going to see with future transfer stations and does that mean that trash in rutherford county is going to go elsewhere that's a big decision coming up here for leadership in the county um you know as the operators of middle point we've made a significant investment here in our business and in the, in the business we have both in the hauling and on the disposal side and we intend to be here for the long term um at the same time you know you have the city and county working to um, approve two different transfer stations here on the north and south side of town as well as this uh, waste away facility is what it goes by the name of which is sort of a um, I wish I could tell more about it, but it's a technology that's never been for been used in any community ever at scale. So a bit unsure of exactly the details there and still waiting for more to come out. Um, but that's kind of the, the direction that uh, the county, I believe, is looking to go, at least from a leadership standpoint. But I, I know there's others. You know, the county has great leadership. I don't want to speak for them. Um, but ultimately, you know, what we think is the best alternative is to come sit down and talk about it and figure out. How do we expand Middle Point and increase the life to continue serving citizens here in Rutherford County? And at the same time, change the way that we're doing business to more match directly what county leadership and the citizens here want to see out of Middle Point. Maybe that means taking less waste from outside of county. I'm sure it does. That's something that we're absolutely willing to talk about. Um, you know, maybe it means giving more back and an additional host fee to the county to subsidize, say, a recycling program. Um, that's certainly something we're willing to talk about. So all of that's on the table. Um, you know, we believe firmly that there's only one proven low-cost option for disposal here, and that's Middle Point Landfill. Again, the next closest facility, if Middle Point were to close, is over an hour and away. So when you start talking about um, not controlling your own destiny, not having a place to put that waste and shipping it to another facility, well, someday that facility is going to close and fill up and probably fast. Once that happens, you're looking to ship your waste to Alabama or Kentucky or somewhere else at, of course, a significant cost to the taxpayers here.
And again, with us this morning, the general manager of the Middle Point Landfill, Mike Klassen, and it is under Republic Services, which I guess is a wing of BFI, or how does that work or how does that look sure you know the the waste industry has been consolidated and rolled up in mergers and acquisitions for many many years over time um, ultimately you know middle point landfill kind of stands alone as its own entity but is a part of republic services and republic services is a fortune 300 uh, nationally um accredited company, second largest waste services company in the world. Um, and so that's kind of how that organization looks. And anybody listening, if you want to text us questions, the number is 615-893-1450. And we'll try to fit in a phone call or two if you call in. I know we've been having difficulties with our phones all throughout the morning, uh, but we'll try our best. We do have some other text questions here. This next one says, I saw something online about a new renewable natural gas system at the landfill. What does that mean? And do we have some type of renewable natural gas system at the Middle Point landfill? Yeah, thanks so much for the question. A very informed listener out there um, who's been paying attention. So this is a project we're really excited about. Um, you know, we heard a couple of years ago from county commissioners and leadership here that they wanted to see a renewable green energy project here in Rutherford County. And so this is really a response to that. So as we talked about the word landfill gas um, generated naturally when waste decomposes, half of what that gas is made of is natural gas, the same stuff that's in the pipes that go to your home and that heat your stove or your water heater. Um, so the project actually breaking ground later this quarter is going to be converting the landfill gas that's generated at Middle Point Landfill and converting it into pipeline quality renewable natural gas in the amount enough to heat over 80,000 homes. So it's a significant amount of green energy providing low cost energy and improved emission controls here directly in Rutherford County. And the next question, it talks about a fire being at Middle Point Landfill, and it says, uh, why have there been fires at Middle Point Landfill? Is it related to the not covering of waste or not covering enough of the soil? What happened with that fire? And I guess they're referring to the most recent fire that I know about, which was that in June or so? Father's Day. Yeah, Father's I, re Day. I remember it well because I was with, with my dad and talking to him when that call came in. Um, and of course, we mobilized immediately. Um, one of the things that happens at all landfills, not just at Middle Point, um, around times like Father's Day or Fourth of July or Labor Day, when people do a lot of grilling, um, is unfortunately coals and ash from those grills get deposited into dumpsters. That then um, makes its way to the landfill and it comes in as what we call a hot load. Um, it could also be like a lithium ion battery or something else like that that reacts with water and creates like a flashpoint for heat. Um, that's that's unfortunately just one of the challenges that we deal with because dealing with waste is 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 a significant challenge over overall right um and so that's what happened in that case it was a um surficial fire it wasn't like deep within the waste mass so we were able to get out there and get it ma managed the rutherford county fire department was there they're our neighbor next door to us but they didn't have to do anything we were able to manage that pretty effectively um and continue a normal operation the following day and the next question deals with what will become of the landfill in the far future, I guess, because it brings up the uh, Gateway Island. It says Gateway Island in Murfreesboro, which is part of the Greenway system, was once the site of a landfill in the city. 
will this be something that happens at the middle point landfill? And I guess so what they're asking is, could middle point landfill be turned into a a park-like setting in the future once the landfill is closed? I, you know, I suppose it could. Anything's happen, uh, possible that far into the future. Um, we have an obligation as operators of this landfill, uh, regulatory, statutory obligation, to continue managing Middle Point for 50 years after the year that it closes. That landfill will continue to waste will decompose, gas will be generated, leachate will be generated. Um, there's all of those same environmental monitoring as it relates to stormwater, groundwater, air quality. All of those things have to continue happening for that entire 50 year period. So after that's over, you know who knows what can happen. A lot of communities have done really interesting things, leveraging those landfills as assets because truly landfills are assets and can be and have been for you know many, many years for communities. Um, but the scale of Middle Point is certainly different than the old uh, dump down there, um, kind of off medical center. Um, and so the level of environmental monitoring and management would be significantly more. And if I'm not mistaken, that particular site where the Gateway Island is off the Greenway, that was shut down and I guess deemed safe somewhere in the 70s. And uh, there's still pipes coming out of yeah. the ground there. Yeah, yeah. Th- what those pipes are doing is they're uh, venting landfill gas. So the same gas that's generated um, from all of the waste at Middle Point is being generated there. Just at a, you know, that's an old dump with probably mostly soil and not so much trash anymore, but that's what those pipes are doing. They're literally providing a vent for generated landfill gas to escape to the atmosphere. And then, of course, back then we didn't have the lithium-ion batteries or or any number of things that are deposited today in today's landfills. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we take a lot of what's called special waste. So, um, as the community is looking at what's next, if Middle Point were to close, um, for example, this waste away facility, you know, that facility is going to take household waste, the trash that's produced from your doorstep or from, from this office. What it's not going to manage is the harder to manage industrial and process waste that are generated um, by our society. And so those still need a place to go. So Middle Point is a really important outlet to maintain low cost business services and jobs and low taxes here for that very reason. And how many employees are under the Middle Point landfill and and the trash service that's provided, I I guess, through BFI or Republic Services? Yeah, you know, directly we have about 50 employees that come to work every single day at Middle Point that are employed by us. Um, Probably closer to 300 indirect employees that are always coming through every day that are Republic Services employees or vendors. And then, of course, you have all of the other third-party haulers. You have the city of Murfreesboro's employees and their entire waste management department and, you know, the Rutherford counties and similar. I don't actually know that whole number, but I would, I'd be certain it's well over 500 jobs here um, in Murfreesboro. Again, with us this morning, Middle Point General Manager Mike Klassen with the Middle Point Landfill in Rutherford County. Uh, I want to go back to, uh, I guess, the question I first asked when you first got here, and that was about the lawsuit yeah. between the city of Murfreesboro and Middle Point Landfill. And uh, that lawsuit focused on the expansion of the landfill. Where exactly does that stand? And I know there's a lot of, I guess, back and forth 
with regards to that whole lawsuit process? Sure. It, there's actually a few lawsuits from the city of Murphy's, but that's, that's been their chosen method to interact with us, um, unfortunately, is through litigation rather than through direct communication um, and conversation, which, of course, you know, we've been having with the county this whole time. The county's been a fantastic partner um, for us in that to try and work through this complex issue. So, um, you know, right now, as it relates to the expansion um, there's currently an appeal with the Davidson County Chancery Court that uh, probably in the April, May time frame, I think, you know how legal matters go. They sort of uh, continue on for a while and they're hard to pin down exactly. But um, that's that's when a decision will be made then. And at that point, we'll know whether or not the expansion that we've currently proposed is greenlit to move forward or if it's not. Um, there's also a separate um, environmental litigation lawsuit from the city of Murfreesboro alleging um, a number of different totally baseless and unfounded um, allegations related to um, contamination of the East Fork of the Stones River um, and also some air quality um, items. Um, we're very confident in our environmental record. Uh, you know, the state of Tennessee is out here on a monthly basis to inspect us. EPA comes out and inspects us. We have a stellar record, especially over the last six to eight months of our performance under those inspections, specifically as it relates to groundwater and air quality. And, you know, I would, what I would say is don't take my word for it and don't take the city's word for it. I would go online um, to anyone who's interested and all of those inspection reports, all of the monitoring documents, all that information is available to the public. Um, the state of Tennessee has an important regulatory job to do, and I believe they do a, a very good and fair job of doing it. And that's where I would look um, to, to determine if, if we're doing what, what we're supposed to when it comes to environmental compliance. Hey, I don't know. Also, going back to the, the different mayors, you have the county mayor, you have the city mayor, and each have said different things over the last couple of years. Of course, we have a brand new mayor in the county about the uh, the lifehood or the length of how long the landfill will actually be open in the future. And you've got, yeah. you know, some saying four years. And I know that's what you said when you got here. Then others saying six years. Then we've heard two years. So let's go back to that a little bit and, and kind of tell us how you go about deciding all right well looks like we have exactly four years of life left yeah. for the landfill how do you decide how many years are left so it's it's really it's a math equation you know and it's something that um i've only ever been in in designing landfill facilities so i've been doing this 15 years and it's one of the first things we learn and it's a matter of how many tons are coming in how dense can you pack those tons within the permitted airspace you have and so um i am i am very confident in the four and a half years of life from today number if nothing changes i've scratched my head a lot i i cannot understand where the two year or two and a half year number is coming from um i've certainly shared with uh the mayor and the county our information that you know what we believe and what we believe to be true the only thing i can come up with is maybe um you know for that waste away program that facility that's going up um, in order to qualify for the federal subsidies, it has to be in operation by January of 2025. And so I think that might be where the two and a half year confusion is coming from, but but unclear. And again, I want to reinforce that um, you know, we intend to be here for the long term because we have an obligation to serve the businesses, industry, and community in Rutherford County. And we plan to do that. Our customers are very important to us. And so... Um, if it turns out that we're not able to come to an agreement with the county here in the relatively near future, at least have productive conversations, at that point, we'd be looking to actually start 
um, moving some tonnage out, taking in less waste in order to elongate the, the life that we have here and get a better opportunity to, to make something happen long term here in and for the county. And again, no matter what, you're going to have to be here, not you in particular. Yeah, but no, I'm staying. Yeah. The Republic is going to have to be here for <laughs> 50 right. years after the landfill closes, no matter what. No matter what. Yeah, no matter what. That's And, and 50 years is the minimum. You know, we had um, these current landfill regulations went into effect in 1990. So um, it started at 30 years was the amount of post-closure care is what we call it was required. And now facilities are seeing that's not enough time. Like these landfills are going to continue to be degrading and producing gas and producing liquid and having to be carefully managed for a long time into the future. I know we only have about a minute and a half left. We got some other questions that we have not been able to get to, but hopefully you can come back on the air again in the near future. One of the last questions I'll, I'll try to close with, it talks about high levels of mercury being in the East Fork of the Stones River and then warnings going out, I guess, by TWRA and then also TDEC in regards to fish with high levels of Mm -hmm. mercury. Mm -hmm. And what in regards to that fits in with the landfill and is there a cause for that? So those uh, fish consumption advisories are in effect all up and down the East Fork of the Stones River. It doesn't it doesn't start or stop where, um, you know, the county or city or excuse me, Republic's Middle Point landfill sit. So um, I'm not exactly sure the source of that. There's a lot of industry up and down the East Fork of the Stones River, coal fired power, other things like that. Um, But again, that advisory is is all up and down. They're not really starting or stopping anywhere or changing um, due to the location of the landfill. And again, with us this morning, Mike Klassen, Middle Point Landfill General Manager. And that's going to do it for this morning's show. And again, we'll schedule a future time for you to come back on the air when everything is working properly. (laughs) I would love to. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me on. Definitely. Again, time right now, 9 o'clock. You're tuned in to WGNS. Stay with us. More news and information coming your way next. Questions about programming have been pre-recorded. The Good Neighbor Network. WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Flagship station for MTSU Sports. Courthouse clock time, 9 o'clock.